Welcome everyone to our final episode of Gibbons Leads for our first season. We are really excited to be here today to wrap up our thoughts and to wrap up this year and to just share with you a little bit about what we're thinking about moving forward and, and some of our experience dealing with some of the challenges that we face as a school and as a community and really um, as a nation dealing with this pandemic. So I'm um, here with Mr. Nolan, Ms. Byrne, um, and we're just excited to, to spend some time with you guys today and, and share some thoughts. How you doing, Mr. Nolan? Doing good. Uh, we're on campus today. We're recording. It's May 28th. Our last, tomorrow's our last day of classes. The seniors are already done. And um, I'm doing good. Well, we all know that our work is never really done. We just finish one chapter and move on to the next. So I know you're kind of already thinking about next year and, and I'm already thinking about next year and there's a lot of really cool opportunities ahead and I'm excited to kind of pick your brain a little bit about this. But before we get into that, work-wise, what is, what's your summer plan? What are, you, what are you doing? What are you excited about? So it's actually the thing I'm most anxious about, um, you know, coming out of um, distance learning and and quarantining and this pandemic, um, you know, a lot of my summer plans were revolving around basketball and there's still a lot of question marks around what's gonna happen there. Um, so I'm reading a lot, I'm trying to enjoy this time for what it is and, um, you know, something to be excited about, my wife, Melissa and I's one year anniversary is the first awesome. week in June. Congrats. So we're going to take Cooper, our golden retriever, off to uh, the Outer Banks and just kind of sneak away for a couple days. And um, I'm just going to try to fill my time with, you know, whatever I can do to be growing somehow, some way. Um, what about you? What do you got going on? Not really a whole lot. Kind of the same deal. Most of my plans have probably been postponed, but I'm kind of excited about that. I think, you know, sometimes the summer kind of gets away from me. I always have these big plans to do all these things and then... The beach comes and the pool comes and family and friends and and some of that goes to the wayside so i'm kind of excited about having no plan and, and focusing on kind of accomplishing some goals that i've set for myself i want to read a couple books um i'm excited to you know work with you and some of the other educators planning the gibbons freshman seminar class and what that's going to look like um and and starting to kind of shift a little bit of how i use my time and maybe start some new habits, you know, reading is definitely a new habit for me. Um, so I'm excited to kind of start doing that and, and just, I don't know, getting back into some of the normalcy of what life was before, but also, um, taking some time for myself and, and taking a little time away from work to do some of the things that I didn't really have time to do during quarantine. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. I know that, um, one of the feelings that I hate the most is feeling un underprepared. And I feel like, as difficult as this situation is, um, it's giving us a really great opportunity to, to be prepared for when we do get back. You know, um, maybe putting in some new content or some new thoughts or some new practices. And, um, you know, for example, Gibbons Leadership Conference, I know you put a lot of work into the content that goes into that, and, and I'll get to share a little bit as well. Um, but I'm, I'm excited to kind of dig in, do that. Gibbons Freshman Seminar, um, for those of you that don't know, it's a new class at Gibbons next year for our freshmen, um, essentially built around, you know, how to Gibbons, how to be a successful high schooler, how to be a successful person, and our educators have come together and they're putting together all this great content. I know that Ms. Byrne has kind of been one of the leaders on that. Um, I'm not great at planning curriculum and all that stuff, so um, I'm hopeful to get a chance to dig into that and appreciate all the help that you've done to help us there. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's exciting to be able to 
dig a little bit deeper into things that maybe we don't always have the time to, to dig into and and honestly to just take a little time for yourself to do what you want to do. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, but I'm also hopeful to, you know, get to the pool, get to the beach a little bit, um, see some friends, you know, see people. I'm looking forward to that part as well. Um, but I, I, I love the idea of, you know, really just preparing for next year and whatever that looks like, just feeling confident and comfortable and, and, you know, putting in some good work now that hopefully will pay off later when there might be some unknowns that we're, we don't even know that we're going to encounter yet. So I'm excited for that. So, you know, it's been awesome starting this podcast. This has been one of my favorite things that we've done this semester. And luckily it's something that we can do regardless of the situation. So I'm grateful to have this outlet, um, you know, especially over the summer and, and moving forward. And, you know, we've, we've gotten better at it as the year has gone on and as have, we've had different guests and I've learned a lot um, from the people that we've talked to. So that's been really rewarding. Um, what would you say is your, maybe your favorite podcast moment or just your overall kind of feelings about starting this podcast? Um, I've had a blast also. And I think that it's taken me a while to, to get to this point in my life. But one of my favorite things being an educator is actually learning. And I feel like every conversation we've had has been a unique learning opportunity for a different reason, you know, whether it's starting off with, with Miss J, who's just an absolute legend. And, you know, I've been around her, you know, for almost half my life. And in that 30 minute conversation, I, heard, I found out things I'd never known before. I know. So it, it, it's cool to get to do that. And then also, um, it's just such an unbelievable platform that Gibbons gives us to connect with people. And, you know, Dr. Leo Lambert, um, you know, Greg Hebert, who's an author, whose book I enjoyed, um, as opposed to me reaching out as Brent Nolan, reaching out as, you know, Cardinal Gibbons. It's a pretty special opportunity that we have to, to connect with people. And um, I can't wait to, to see who we do in the upcoming year and years. And, um, you know, I'm just, I, I'm just like you. I'm loving this. How about you? You have a favorite moment, favorite part? Um, I think, you know, for me, the, you know, I agree, like just every different podcast gave me something different to walk away with, which I, I really enjoyed. And I, and I like the chance to talk to people outside of the Gibbons community, but also inside and kind of give those varying perspectives. I think for me, the, the moment that made me realize the value that this podcast has and kind of in the terms of what you're talking about and connecting us is when Greg had mentioned that he visited our website and saw some of our core values of joy and, and community and, and family. And, and in that moment, I, I hadn't really thought about the fact that these people we're reaching out to are going to go to our website and they're going to want to learn more about what our school's all about. And that's exciting to me. I like the idea of people getting to know who we are and, and knowing what we're all about and sharing some of the things that I think makes Given so great and special and, and in return learning from those people. So I'm excited to just make people more aware of our school and who we are and and also, you know, learn from them and, and feel like they have a platform to impact our school from just being on this podcast. So um, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. You know, author of a book, scoping out our website, <laughs> whoever we have next, you know, it's going to be pretty cool to know that they're looking at that kind of stuff. Yeah, we uh, almost everybody we've reached out to has said, yes, we've got we've we, we've got a couple no's, which are good, um, you know, because I think we're we're thinking big and. And we want to have conversations with big people. And I think that our community deserves it. I think, I think you um, have really uh, raised the bar in terms of what leadership development at the high school level can look like. And, you know, just the fact that 
the students that you interact with are getting introduced to you know, a book or a podcast or this content or, or being away for three days and working on leadership development. Um, I think it's unbelievable and I'm proud of uh, I'm proud of the place we get to work at. Absolutely. And I mean, I would say, you know, for you, you you've modeled that for me because I'm not a big reader, you know, and, and podcast is really something that I just started getting into in the past year or so. And, you know, your desire to learn really made me realize that I have to be really intentional about that. You know, it's not just going to come to me randomly via Twitter when I'm just scrolling, looking at other things or, you know, I don't know it all. Right. And I think that's a big part of leadership is recognizing that good leaders are lifelong learners and they're always willing to learn and grow and, and adapt and change. And, and I feel like that's something I really want to work on in the coming year is focusing on, on continuing that learning process and, and exposing myself to as many different ideas as possible. So I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful for this platform to continue that process and, and work on my reading. It's not my favorite, but I think it's a, I think it's a good habit that I want to start to implement. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about that. Yeah. It's, you know, COVID sucks and this isn't fun, but I, there's nothing I've enjoyed more than um, in the mornings, a big fat cup of coffee, a second cup of coffee, and, you know, being able to knock out, whether it's a chapter or two a day, you know, sit next to my wife, have some music playing, have uh, have the dog running around, have a window open. Um, I've really enjoyed that. And um, and it's fun, too, as, as you realize the people that you give your time to and the relationships that you build when they have similar interests. You know, I love discussing a book chapter with you or a podcast with you or or even realize that some of your knucklehead friends that you went to high school here with, they're reading also. Yep. And our, our conversations are, you know, are maturing in that <laughs> way. And um, and yeah, I, uh, I think it's pretty cool. Absolutely. And it's cool. You know, I, I, I'm excited about the idea of more and more of these kind of conversations happening in our community, whether it be among educators, um, you know, you're starting a book club with some of our educators here on campus which I'm really excited about. And, you know, I hope to, to do that with students and, and to kind of spark that kind of different, different kind of conversation. You know, what are we talking about at lunch? What are we talking about in the hallways? Um, how is it feeding us energy? How is it making us better? How is it growing us? And, and I've always been, you know, really into kind of intellectual conversations. And it's exciting to be around people who also want to kind of explore ideas and, and dig deep and get creative. So, you know, I hope that, through this, we can hopefully spark these kind of conversations on a day-to-day basis and, and get people excited about, hey, let's talk about something different, you know, yeah. um, especially things that they're passionate about. So that's been exciting. Um, but, you know, I'm with you. COVID has been, has been tough. Um, it has been, I think, very revealing in terms of the things that, you know, what do I prioritize in my life? What's important to me? What matters when nothing else really matters? And, you know, for me, it's been family. It's been recognizing that students are a big part of why I like being a teacher. And, you know, online learning all the time is definitely not my style. Relationships, being around the people at Gibbons that energize me, is there's, there's something special about that. Um, and I've recognized the value of that. And I definitely want to create more time and space for more of that. And, you know, book club or hanging out at the hub and, and just not working but, but talking and just having conversation and getting to know people is something that I definitely want to make sure I prioritize moving forward. But it's been hard, but it's also been pretty revealing and, and helpful for me as I think about what is my life going to look like after this? What am I going to take away from this experience um, that will resonate with me really forever, which sounds kind of corny, but you know, it's, 
I would consider a global pandemic one of those kind of <laughs> moments where, you know, it will change your life. So Yeah. And on the podcast, talking to Davis and Sophia, and the thing I really talk, uh, took away from that conversation was just the value of being present. And that that's hit me from like four different angles throughout this period. And um, I'm hoping it's something that, that I can harness the rest of my life and that as we're teaching and, and, and working with uh, everyone in our school, that we can really impose on them is just the value of being present and the value of being there. Um, I'm also, I'm, I'm reading a book with a couple other alumni and friends right now. Um, and we actually just finished it. It was called Stillness is the Key by Ryan Holiday. And essentially one of the parts of it is being present. And I always think back, I've got this great visual. Um, I was in Nashville doing sales for steels, you know, in my mid twenties, pouring rain, pouring rain. And everyone's running around. I'm driving my car. I can't see. And I look over and there's, there's this girl running down the sidewalk and she drops something. <laughs> and you would think she would be really mad, but she's had this big fat smile. She just started laughing and looked up at the sky with her arms out <laughs> wide. And she just took a moment to just laugh at the situation and what it was and like, and be present in the feeling of getting raining, you know, just getting poured on. And, uh, I've, I've, now I have that visual like every single day, every time I'm doing something, you know, whether it's grilling or, or whether it's, you know, walking the dog, just to like really take a look around and enjoy it for what it is. Um, and that was something that like, it hit harder than ever when Sophia and Davis were really explaining it to me. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's tough like at Gibbons, especially in a, an environment where we're constantly, you know, what's the next and, and what's, how do we make this better moving forward? And it's really a lot about looking ahead, you know, and, and when I, uh, when I was in college, I took a strengths quest kind of assessment and my number one strength was futuristic. So for me, my mind is always what's coming next. What's next week? What's tomorrow? Um, and I miss a lot of kind of what's happening in front of me. You know, I think about some of those moments in the classroom that I missed so much over the past 10 weeks that, you know, maybe I was thinking about what well, well, next period I've got a meeting next period. So I'm missing out on watching my apes students, rubbing dirt in their hands and, you know, geeking out over the fact that they're getting dirty or, you know, students having fun in the back, you know, playing with the wind turbine and talking about how cool it is. Just missing those, those small things. I realized how much I maybe missed out on some of that, just always thinking about what's ahead. And so that can be challenging in an environment where we're constantly trying to evolve. We have to be really intentional about, you know, taking in every single moment. And, and I find myself doing that, you know, even on like GLC, like, when you're leading the conference, you think, okay, next we're have a small group and we're going to go here. We're going to do that. And, you know, to just stand back and kind of witness what's happening around you, watching people in conversation, watching students in the back at short journey, just playing checkers with each other and having a good time and soaking in those, those kind of intangible moments, or I would say more, more of those kind of non-concrete sort of abstract things that, that I think are the things that we remember the most. Uh, people don't remember the small group or the specific questions. They just yeah. remember what they saw, what they witnessed, and what they felt. And if we don't take the time to be still, we may not give ourselves a chance to really feel those things. Um, and and I need to definitely work on that. And I definitely agree that COVID's helped me realize, you know, nothing is promised, and tomorrow could look totally different from today. And if we're thinking too far in advance, we're missing out on on the good that's happening now, uh, yeah. when some of the future might be a little uncertain. Well, I think it's hard to. Um when, and I've seen it with you, when you're playing leader and manager. Yes. And, you know, you don't get to 
step back and see the big picture because you're also in the weeds, mm-hmm. um, you know, like when you're running your content for, for any number of things. But, um, you know, one of the things I've also been reading about is just um, the power of, of giving up ownership to others, even though it might not go quite the way you want it to. Um, if you invest in them and invest in the process and invest in them getting better at it, you'll be able to step back, see the bigger picture and own the bigger picture. And I'm hoping, um, you know, through GLC this year, I can, I can help you a little bit so you get to enjoy some of those moments. But um, that leader and manager thing, it, it always comes back to me as like just such a challenge. It is. It's a delicate balance too. And, and I think in education, we're more prone to having to balance both than really in most organizations. You know, in an organization you have project managers and then you have people kind of in leadership roles that are maintaining the bigger picture and keeping the eye on the on the horizon further away. And I think we're more prone, even our students are, are doing both. They're, they're leading and they're also managing and you have to f- find the balance between the two and, and recognize when it's time to lead and put some of the managerial stuff aside or to delegate and say, hey, I'm gonna take this piece, I need you to handle this. And, and that can be hard. Um, especially giving up, you know, ownership and it's a risk and and having that trust and and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, it's important because you're going to miss out and you can't, you can't be good at both. Right. Uh, It's almost like two different positions on a team and Mm -hmm. you really got to make sure that you have the right people in the right position. Um, I would say that's been, it's been a positive for me from this experience in, in digital learning and distance learning is I have found so many better and more efficient ways to do the management part mm-hmm. of the classroom stuff and the leadership stuff. It's, it's been like, wow, this is going to save me a lot of time using some of these tools that I've had to try to use and, and learn over these past 10 weeks. And I'm excited about that because you're right, the management stuff, you can get in the weeds and you lose sight of, of kind of the bigger picture. So I'm grateful for that. Um, I'm grateful for, you know, trying maybe using these rocket books and working on some <laughs> digital stuff to manage our ideas and thoughts and all this kind of stuff. So um, that's definitely something that I've walked away with is, okay, let's make the management part a little less work so I can focus on the stuff that I love, uh, which is, you know, the leadership piece. Yeah. What is something, you know, positive for you that you feel like you've walked away with from this somewhat challenging experience? I think that I'm very fortunate in terms of the relationships I have in my life. Um, I have unbelievable friends, um, you know, family's a little bit smaller, but unbelievable family. Um, and I've always been good at, you know, when I'm in the car, I'll call somebody just to, just to check in. And I've, I've tried to extend that a little bit, you know, to some of my people that I would consider my people here at Gibbons. And it's been tough um, not getting that interaction in the hallway before school, after school. Um, and it's, you know, kind of strange to just text someone, hey, how you doing? Or, um, hey, what's up? There's a balance between some people I can do that with and it goes really well. Some people I feel like there has to be like a starting point. So whether it's arguing about who's the greatest basketball player of all time <laughs> um, or... or um, I'd love or, to be part of those conversations. Or, or a number of other things. Um, just... Just reaching out, you know, in some way, some shape, um, some form, um, you know, I just, I'm, I'm so blessed for all the relationships I have in my life. And I feel like it's been cemented by how much I miss people, but mm-hmm. still through technology, we're able to connect in some way. Yeah. Um, how about you? I would say, you know, there's been a lot of positives. It's given me a chance to self-reflect. It's given me a chance to realize that I'm 
doing the job that I love and I'm really grateful for that. It's given me a chance to learn new things and to to feel useful and helpful in different ways that I didn't feel before. Um, you know, in terms of, you know, my educators, my fellow educators, how do we how do we streamline a process? How do we do this with our students? You know, I've I've always been I love technology. I I love figuring out how to use it. I love the challenge sometimes that comes with it and, and finding ways to be helpful to other people in that process. That's been enjoyable. And that's another reason why I'm excited about the Gibbons Freshman Seminar because there is that technology piece to it. And I feel confident that I'm going to be able to be helpful in that way because I feel like that was something I was able to do um, for you know our colleagues. And, and that was something I didn't really think I would do or, or didn't expect. So that was pretty positive. I would say on the flip side, my biggest challenge might be what your biggest positive has been, which is managing and maintaining my relationships. Um, something that's been really hard for me is disconnecting from work at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so passionate about what I do, and I love it so much. And having it at my fingertips right then and there at all times, it's really hard for me to turn it off. Um, so I find myself you know, thinking about leadership stuff late at night and you know getting up super early because I want to look into something and I want to have that zoom call and I want to be present and I want to be able to do all the things and I used to be able to just get in my car after school take my drive home and disconnect and I don't have that anymore and that's infiltrated a little bit into you know being intentional and connecting with friends and with family and things like that and you know I saw a bunch of my friends last night for the first time you know six feet apart socially distancing but we finally got to see each other and and I realized how much has happened over the 10 weeks in their lives. And I mm-hmm. felt a little guilty about the fact that I feel like I haven't really been a good friend. And that's because I've just been consumed with my job, you know. So part of me is grateful that teachers can't really work from home um, on a regular, you know, in a regular scenario. Because God knows how many hours I would actually work. But it also made me realize that if you want to keep those relationships, especially in this kind of setting where we're a little bit more distance, you have to be really intentional about it. Um, and you have to make time for those kinds of things. Those don't, things just don't happen. And just because they're your friends doesn't mean that, you know, oh, I don't need to text them. Like, they're my friends. It doesn't really matter. So um, that's been a, a challenge for me, oddly enough. That's been something positive for you. Um, and I have to work on that. I have to be better at it. Yeah, you're on Zoom some days from, like, 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. I'm not doing quite that much Zooming. Yeah, I'm doing a but, lot of Zooming, but it's like it's, it's artificial in terms of its connection, I think, sometimes. Yeah. Because it feels like you're around people and it feels like you're connecting, but sometimes it can be one way or it can be a little bit more passive. And it's just not the same. Even when I do Zooms with friends, you know, it's it's just not the same. You know, we're all, it's like a, it's like a roundtable discussion versus you and a friend having a side conversation and catching up. And it, it, it's different. And that, that took me some time to get comfortable with as well. So, um you just have to be really, really intentional with your time and, and finding that balance between work and, and life. And it was easy because my husband was right there. So I could just talk to him right there and then go back to work. And, you know, all the other people in my life that are important to me, you know, you just really have to make even more of an effort when you're distanced in this way. Yeah. Um, so that's something I'm definitely going to work on over the summer. Since, yeah. You know, we'll still be apart as a school community um, and hopefully back together again yeah. in August. Love so. It. Well, what is um, what does the future of Gibbons leadership development look like? What uh, do you have anything up your sleeve for next year, or just in general, what what direction are we going in? Well, I'm really excited. I um I took some time, you know, it, it, one of these you know crazy thoughts that I had at midnight one night. I was like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna craft kind of an end of the year kind of report, you know, summary. What did we do this year? And you actually inspired me to do that. You did that with JV basketball, and it was so helpful to see 
for my end what you've done, but I also feel like for you, it's helpful to just kind of see and document like, all right, where, where am I in terms of where I want to go and what did I actually do versus what I wanted to do? Mm-hmm. And so I took some time to, to lay that out and, and I got to, okay, what's next, you know? And, and this year we added a lot of different kind of mentoring opportunities throughout our programs. Um, I feel like we've kind of deepened those experiences, been more intentional with those experiences and I'm excited to add in this Gibbons freshman seminar piece. There will be a unit on leadership there. So um, that'll really kind of round out the middle school. We have our Chick-fil-A leaders for sophomores. We have GLC for juniors and seniors. And now we have that freshman piece, which is exciting. Um, I'm looking to, in the future, coming up with some sort of alumni leadership development and working with alumni and IQ to kind of come up with what does leadership look like after Gibbons and how do you continue growing yourself um, you know, as a as an adult in, in your career. So that's going to be really cool. Yet again, another awesome collaboration between, you know, you and uh, Susan Lee and, and Advancement, awesome people to work with. So I'm excited about that. Continuing to work on athletic stuff and looking into how do we reach our JV students and, and do some stuff with them. And I would love to expand GLC into two different phases. Um, so one for juniors and one for seniors and really just diving deep into what it is that you need during that phase of your life. Cause every year is so different and every year needs different supports and every year is a different transition. So I'm excited about that. And I'm hoping to kind of not really write a book, but really just start to document what is Gibbons leadership? What is our model? What do we mean? What is our process? Putting that on paper, um, yeah. and sharing that with other people. Uh, actually, talked to uh, Mr. Curtis yesterday and caught up with him a little bit. And um, he had told me a few years ago, he said, oh, you should write a book. I was like, oh, yeah, sure. With all my free time, you know, yeah. and, and he brought it up again. He's like, we should, let's write a book. And I'm like, you know, now I feel at a place where I have the time and I have the focus and the direction to really think about kind of documenting this because it's definitely something that's unique to our school. And, you know, you go online and you look up student leadership development at the high school level and it's just non-existent. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to craft that and to involve a lot of different people in that process, whether it be students and educators, uh, outside people. You know, I think it's going to be a really cool opportunity to kind of materialize what that Gibbons leadership spirit is all about. So there's lots of stuff ahead. Um, but I'm excited. I'm excited I'll be doing that full time next year um, and focusing on that one Gibbons freshman seminar class. So I'm just ready to just give my whole heart and soul into it and, and take the ideas that have been lingering in my mind for years and put them into action Yeah, and involve a lot more people in that process. So I'm really, really excited. What a value proposition, you know, for our, for our community to say that we have a, you know, in our mission statement, obviously we're, we're centered on faith service and leadership, but to really have someone dedicated to leadership development that, it, it really, the way that I view it and the way that I leverage it through IQ, through athletics are, you know, hey, this is, this is something that can make me better and stronger at me developing leaders. Um, because I think that, you know, we talked about before, whatever you get engaged in is probably where you're going to get your, your leadership development and your growth from. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, they're all just vehicles, right? Basketball is a vehicle. IQ is a vehicle. Um, drama is a vehicle. Maybe for you, it's, you know, your biology class is a vehicle. Mm-hmm. That's what you're going to learn about, you know, how to be a leader, how to be a teammate, how to work hard, how to deal with adversity, how to deal with failure. And, you know, you being freed up, I feel like is just going to give you such an opportunity to just serve everybody even more. And, uh, you know, I don't envy the amount of work that you're going to have to do 
but I, I'm so proud for our school's sake and our community's sake that we have such an investment in that because if, if you walk away from here and, and, and you feel like you've been you know, taught at least some of the early skills of, of how to lead and how to work with others, it's just such an advantage for everything in your life that's going to come. And um, we can't teach everybody everything, but you know the the content that I've had the opportunity to to learn from um, all the different platforms that you use has been has been really powerful. And I'm I'm so excited that you know our incoming freshmen are going to get introduced to it at an even early level with Gibbons Freshman Seminar. So. Yeah, I think, you know, I think that's kind of the beauty of the mission statement to me is faith service leadership transcends all types of activities and all types of groups, and it, it applies to everything. And I think, you know, leadership development is just a center, central point for us to learn and, and hone in on our skills and understand what it means. But my hope is, is that that will then just spread right back out to every part of our school community. And I'm excited to, to increase the reach of, of leadership into all parts of our school and and hopefully students walk out of here feeling prepared to grow themselves even more and inspired to grow and to grow others and to to have a positive impact. You know, my, my vision for leadership is for any given person to come across any individual, whether it's an educator or a student or even a parent from Gibbons and to be so inspired by their leadership and to know like they must be from Cardinal Gibbons. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I want people to say. Yeah. That's, that kid must have gone to Cardinal Gibbons because of the faith and the service and the leadership that they exemplify. Yep. Um, and I'm excited to, to start that <laughs> big vision. It's, it's big, and who knows if we'll ever get there, but I'm excited to really put the pedal to the metal on that in the coming year. So I'm excited. What about you? What are you, what are you excited for next year? What are you working on? What's it look like for you? Um, through distance learning, actually had some awesome um, meetings with our IQ folks and um, and it was cool you know we challenged them to give us some some um, some criticism of what we could have done better, better this year and they came back with like some real stuff and iCube stands for innovative crusaders understanding business and entrepreneurship the e being entrepreneurship and we do a lot of soft skills we do a lot of career development we try to invite guest speakers in but we really hadn't um, really sunk into the entrepreneurial piece last year, which was which was my own fault coming in trying to boil the ocean last year. But I think next year in the fall, we're really going to focus on the E for entrepreneurship, um, partner with NC State, you know, go visit them for their Entrepalooza event, tie in with some of what their students are doing, and then have our own Shark Tank event in the fall. And then in the spring, it's more so focused on, you know, career development, hopefully landing kids in an internship for the summer. Um, you know, iCube, our, our vision for iCube is we want people to get a head start on their career. Something that was born at GLC. One of our presidents came up with that. You know, whether that's figuring out what you want to do or if you think you know what you want to do, let's go get you some experience. So just trying to serve those two pieces and kind of break it up into a semester format I'm excited about. Um, basketball, I had a blast last year um, getting to coach with three of my fellow alumni and and got to work with just some unbelievable students and young men and, you know, but there was some tweaking, there's some learning, there's some things I want to change. Um, but, uh, but those two things. And then also lastly, you know, I've been teaching technology skills for the last uh, two years. Technology skills, I could be wrong on this, someone could misquote me, but, you know, it, it used to be typewriting. Before that, it was um, 
uh, uh, it used to be keyboarding. Before that, it was typewriting. Before that, it was cursive. And it evolved into technology skills, which I know that I worked for a technology company. But those of you that know me um, know that I'm semi-tech savvy, but that's probably not the way to describe me. Um, but Gibbons Freshman Seminar, getting to really hone in on you know, those soft skills, those how to be successful, time management, you know, leadership development, and also try to steer our students into whatever they're going to be engaged in. Um, I'm in for that. I'm in for that. And uh, I think it's a great opportunity to do what we're here to do, which is invest in young people and build them up and make them the best versions of themselves they possibly can be. And I think through those three things, um, I've, got, I've, got, uh, I've got a full plate. I'm excited about it. Absolutely. I love, uh, I love how you said kind of these, these smaller pieces, like, you know, IQ representing these different things, like, okay, let's focus on the E. You know, I think, I think that sometimes we feel like we need to do it all and that it's all going to happen in one year or that, okay, everything's going to be perfect and next year we'll just improve on these things. And I think the one thing that I've learned in all of this is that everything is in baby steps. You know, there's the roof you want to reach on the house, you have to climb up different notches on the ladder to do that. And I think, it's always important to have that time at the end of the year. And I would encourage anyone listening that hasn't ha- taken the opportunity to do this, to sit down and have those conversations about what can we do better? What are we missing out on? Where are the opportunities? How can we be more supportive? What do kids need? And, and, and including students in that conversation is so insightful. Um, they have way better ideas than we do. They're way more attuned to what kids need than we do because they are students and we are not anymore. And at least it's a little bit different, but it makes it, manageable and it makes it exciting and feasible and like we can actually make that happen you know when you kind of take those smaller smaller steps but you have to take the time to reflect and you have to take time to look back to recognize where those opportunities are so I would encourage anyone in your club and your team you know with your with yourself you know, like, what can I do better next year what, what did I maybe not do that well during this distance learning was I a good communicator was I supportive you know how did I help my family during this time they were dealing with this own stuff like reflection is a big part of leadership and and taking the time and being intentional with your time to do that, I think, is what allows organizations and programs to evolve the way they do. Because people are just taking the time to say, all right, what's next? And where do we come from and where are we going? Um, so I think that's really why we're doing this podcast too, right? This, this last episode is really to wrap it up and reflect and think about like what's next for, for Gibbons Leads and, and how do we move forward. So uh, I think it's really, really important. Yeah. I, um, another piece just about the podcast, you know, getting it started – you know, it's kind of that failure to launch syndrome where we were like getting ready, getting ready, getting ready, getting ready. And we could have spent this entire year getting ready, mm-hmm. but we weren't completely prepared. We were pretty prepared, but we jumped into it and it's a short season. What is it? Four or five episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm so glad that we started as opposed to waiting until next year to start. Um, and I think that that's something I've learned from this experience. And I hope that you know, our, our students and, and anyone takes in is, you know, don't wait to start, start. You're never going to be completely ready. No. Um, there's a balance, but, but start whatever you want to start, you know, do it and then learn, tweak, improve, you know, put a bookend whenever it's appropriate, put a milestone out there and then keep getting better at it. And, uh, I can't, I can't wait for the second season of this. I, I heard there's a rumor there might be some music lead in. I heard, I heard that too, but you know we really gotta work on who our our musicians gonna be, because <laughs> it sure ain't gonna be me. Yeah, not know. not part of my skill set. That is for sure. Yeah. That is for sure. But a little a little introduction would be fantastic, um, and just you know 
getting more and more people to, to listen um, and also to, to contribute and participate, I think, is something that I definitely want to see moving forward with this podcast. Um, and I'm with you. Jump in. Just try it and do it. You're never going to be ready. In fact, there's a lot of research that says that when we try a task that's slightly beyond our skill level is where we achieve the most optimum flow is what they call it. And essentially that's just you channeling your, your skills in the right direction and being really effective at it. And it's not doing something that's easy for you. And it's not doing something that's really just out of your league where you haven't really done the, the background work necessary to feel comfortable. It's that middle ground of stretching yourself just enough um, where you grow from it. And I'm really glad that we've done this and that we did it when we did, because mm-hmm. had we waited, God knows if we'd been, have been able to even start it, yep. um, given the situation. So it's also been a great outlet for me being able to talk to Sophia and Davis during that time, mm-hmm. getting to do this with you now, something to look forward to as we move forward. Um, I think, you know, I'm really glad that we just jumped in and, and we didn't hesitate and we didn't wait yeah. for the perfect time because there will never be a perfect time as you know. Um, so to just wrap up, last question for you. What can we do, what, in your opinion, what can we do as educators, as students, part of the Gibbons community through this summer to prepare for the coming year? Great question. Um, I think that we need to take advantage of this time for what it is, right? I think that we don't need to spin our wheels. I know that some of us are in different positions where we don't have that luxury, but, uh, you know, get your house in order, you know, get your health in order, get your relationships in order, take some time to do some things you haven't had the time to do and, uh, and do it. And um, I, I forgot where I saw it. I saw, God, it was so good. Um, it was just in terms of creating a culture, it might have been Brian Kite that said it, creating a culture where, you know, we all want to have a great team, right? But if we create a culture where people hold themselves individually to a high standard, and they're and they're they're trying to do things individually, that it, together we all benefit. Um, and that's something I was, I was trying to think. Hey, how do I tweak that into IQ? How do I tweak that into basketball? Because you know I, I want us to care about our teammates, but also individually you have to have a, a high standard for yourself. So I think that you know it's a it's a balance of us as a team and us as individuals. And if if we all do take care of ourselves. Um, and the team as well, then eventually, you know, we're gonna we're gonna keep growing. Um, so, I don't know. I know that was a lot. I kind of I kind of rambled a little bit. How about you? What's your thing? What do you got? I heard a quote the other day that really resonated with me, and it was uh, Albert Einstein said this. He said, "In the middle of challenge is opportunity, and it's intentional because it's in the middle, right? Like when challenge comes at first you're trying to figure out even what this is all about and how is this going to impact you and all these different things in the middle of that is where you start to see the opportunity. And I think that we're in a place now with this pandemic and and moving forward that we're in that spot to recognize where the opportunity is moving forward. I think for me, I think not just because of the time I'm going to have, but I think moving forward leadership is going to be really important Mm -hmm. because our school might be different. Mm-hmm. the freshman experience is going to be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. The experience for our seniors during their senior year is going to be different. And we're going to need strong student leaders, strong educator leaders to create a culture of positivity, of flexibility, of innovation and excitement about how these 
challenges could create opportunities to make some really cool changes that maybe would have never done before. So how do we take that time over the next few months to really find those opportunities in the coming year and the things that we're involved in, the things that we're passionate about? We're at that middle place right now. And, and to really start to shift our mindset away from what happened into now what's coming and, and, and how do we move forward and, and how do we keep the given spirit and still, you know, value and, and take care of and, and make sure that we're taking care of our, our students and our families and, and keeping it healthy and safe and where are the opportunities there? Yeah. Um, I think that there's going to be a lot of opportunities for leaders to step up um, to, to play a role in, in creating those experiences and, and maintaining the given spirit amidst um, some unprecedented changes to our school community. But I think ultimately, you know, we all have to accept that things are going to be different forever because of this. I think we just have to figure out what is our role in, in deciding what that future looks like and how can we have a positive influence in that. So I really want to take this, this summer to, to think about what those opportunities are um, and how I can contribute to, to being part of making the Gibbons experiences unique and, and keep the integrity of our community and just being there to support the people that are really the ones making these decisions and and um and doing the hard work in the background. So yeah, we're in the middle of the challenge, and I hope that we can spend some time this summer thinking about where those opportunities are and take advantage of them when they come. I like that. Yeah, I heard that the other day. I was like, you know, Einstein's a pretty smart guy. So is he? Yeah. I don't think he's wrong on this one. I don't think he's wrong on this one. Well, Mr. Nolan, it's been fantastic. We've had a great season. I look forward to many more awesome podcast episodes. I'm excited for some new guests, some other people in our community, um, and just grateful to work with you, partner in crime. It's going to be a great year, and I'm grateful for this for this platform. So, so much fun. Appreciate you, and uh, looking forward to next season. Sounds good. See you guys in a few months.